across South Africa, online and on radio. SAFM, let's talk. This week we saw the Judicial Service Commission uh, have interviews for vacancies in the Supreme Court of Appeal. Four vacancies, only two posts uh, have been given recommendations for. Kasak wants to know why. Lawson Naidu, uh, he is part of the Council for the Advancement of the South African Constitution. Kasak, Lawson, good morning. Thank you for your time. Is it unusual for only two positions out of the four vacancies to have recommendations for? Uh, Good morning and thank you very much. Uh, Well, it is unusual in these circumstances. The uh, Judicial Service Commission advertised that there were four vacancies. The interviews were conducted on the basis that they were looking at four candidates uh, for appointment to the Supreme Court of Appeal. Uh, There were initially 11 candidates shortlisted, one withdrew, so they interviewed 10 candidates for these four positions. Uh, And I must say that the interview process was certainly a marked improvement on uh, on previous rounds of uh, JSC interviews, having adopted a, a set of criteria for appointment of judges, the uh, interviews were directed at, uh, at assessing the skills and competence of the candidates before them. Uh, so it was really surprising at the end uh, that only two names were put forward for the president to appoint to the uh, SCA. And obviously, um, the uh, deliberations of the Judicial Service Commission are held uh, behind closed doors. So we don't know why they uh, took this decision to only put forward two names. And therefore, Kasek has written to uh, the, the JSC to ask for those reasons. We believe it's important uh, to promote the principles of transparency, but uh, perhaps more, more importantly, to actually hold the Judicial Service Commission accountable uh, for the decisions they make, especially the ones that they make behind closed doors. Would it be a rational uh, answer if the JSC tells you, well, we only think that two of the 10 candidates that we uh, interviewed are competent to sit in the, uh, J- in, in the Supreme Court of Appeal. Would that be an answer that you think is acceptable? The two judges we're speaking about here are uh, Catherine uh, Situlane and Shane Khoele. Uh, Untel Halter has been left out. Um, I, I can't imagine anyone making an argument that he's not competent, but that is a possible answer they may give you. Well, we want the re- we've asked for the reasons, not to say because it's not clear that they said that any of the other um, eight candidates were not competent. Uh, and we want to know the basis on which uh, uh, the JSC's deliberations took place and what were the, the factors that led them to, uh, to uh, putting forward only two names. Why were the other eight candidates not considered? If they were not, if they were considered not fit and proper or not competent enough, then they need to tell us that so that we know uh, precisely the reasons. Or because there is a an assumption that uh, you know, <clears throat> um, uh, or questions being asked about or what were the factors that drove the Judicial Service uh, Commission to reach this conclusion. Given and that I think the JS- the, pub- the public the public deserve an answer yeah. on that. Given that the JS uh, JSC recommendations uh, and appointments are becoming increasingly contentious each round, we seem to have them over the last I think five or six years. Do you think that the de- deliberations, much like the interview, should be a publicly viewable exercise? Not necessarily. I don't think we're calling for the de- deliberations to be held in public, but I think what we what we deserve and require is for the JSC to be open and transparent with the public and to provide reasons for the decisions that they make. Yeah, uh, I think that would go a long way to instilling confidence in the JSC processes itself. Yeah, Lawson, thank you so much for your time. Appreciate it.